Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. It's our Friday Sports Apocalypse edition and, and, NFL's here. The season has started as of last night. And uh, week one is just a, like a, just a minuscule amount of hours away from where we sit right now, listening to my, the sultry baritone of my voice. Guys, girls, people, holy crap. Um, we're just going to talk lines and we're going to play some bets here on, on Sunday, guys. Like this is, this is what we're about here. You know, normally sports apocalypse. Um, we'll be covering the aftermath during the season, but uh, Sports Apocalypse on Friday is uh, is generally reserved for what the frick there is to bet on. Um, but now we know what the frick there is to bet on. You follow me? Um, NFL football, last night, Kansas City, um, obliterated Houston. What was our call on the show? We said under 54. That's bull. And uh, we said under 54, but we said take the nine. Take the nine all day, go under 54. By the way, the line um, scooched down. It was, a, it was a line scooching. So had, um, had it gone down um, to, to like a 53, it probably would have gone over. Probably said over because the 54 seemed about right. That's what we talked about last week. So that being said, uh, a hit and a miss for our first one, but we put our big money on the point spread because the nine points was just like, this is nine points. Uh, Houston's a nine-win nine team. They're not that great. They lost uh, maybe one of the best offensive threats on the planet. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's where we netted out, though. We, I felt really good about it. It was really good to watch football, um, to hear football, to have it just on the TV in the house. It just felt sort of normal for the first time in a very, very long time. It just kind of felt good, don't you think? Um, and now we have a big, we have a big weekend ahead of us. We're going to zip through the lines real, real quick. We're going to place a few bets here and there. Uh, generally what I do, um, I just get my big four, right? I place my big four, but I'm, this is just advice. I don't know if we're going to go through my big four. We're going to talk about everything today, but, uh, I generally grab four, you know, you start with the full schedule, um, and you knock off a bunch that you don't like, and then you narrow it down when it comes to the weekend. Um, you get injury reports in. And then you uh, and then you make your call, right? So I got about three, like beautiful ones. Um, I'm probably gonna go. I still haven't decided, right? Because it is only Friday, and uh, and then I don't I, I don't make rash decisions. But uh, that's a little advice for you. That's like uh, kind of a pro way to approach it, right? Doing the four, um, doing the, doing at least four four games that you're good, and then have fun with the rest. All right. Um, on Wednesday show we talked about futures, um, predictors. Um, and odds, uh, you can go listen to that on, from Wednesday and it, uh, it's all the lines and the odds and opinion on futures for, uh, for the NFL season. But today we're just going to go through what week one is going to look like. Uh, and let's kick it off because there's a lot of freaking games to go. Um, our odds obviously are from the good people at betonline.ag. That's where we get all of our lines from. They feed them to us and they feed us inside information too. They're, they're happy enough and nice enough to make sure that we're always in the know up that we find that uh um might be relevant to you we'll we'll let you know about it we'll give you the we'll give you the inside we'll just pass it off to you we're the messenger um we know what they say about the messengers um just don't 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 get mad at them don't get mad at us no one's gonna get mad at us we're just giving you good info come on now hey um let's get into it the first game 
of the NFL season. Basically, like on the on the, the first Sunday game that they've got um, listed is uh, New England Patriots at the uh, at the vaunted um, the the vaunted scary uh, Miami Dolphins. Oh, sorry, hosting the Miami Dolphins. It's six and a half point fave. So what do we hear about New England? I mean, the, New England is is the is that anomalous team every year and this goes is the one of the first years they haven't been favored and they've always been favored just by default because nobody knows how to assess them and handicap them obviously there's the brady factor brady's gone um and we're going to really learn a lot about uh belichick's coasting and how how, how good brady was and i mean even even if uh, this isn't by the way like just just going to be the the actual you know be all end all of, of brady's talent level because he was in the with the team for 19 years and with Josh McDaniels for like 12 of those, probably, you know what I mean? He's pretty well integrated into that offensive scheme and understanding of it. So, um, even if somebody does well, um, without him, um, um, we, we have to, we have to know where Brady, where Josh McDaniel, Brady and Belichick, you know, lived for a long time. It's a really weird thing because it's just so anomalous to have, uh, guys together for so long, all three, you know, all three guys together for so long. So it's, it's, it's going to be weird, but here we go. Cam Newton is the starter. Obviously he's a talented guy, by the way, he's only 31 years old. I know he's coming off injuries. He's only 31 years old. 31 is the new like 27 in the NFL. Okay. Um, and, uh, he's, he's healthy. This is crazy. So, um, yeah, am I giving him a sleeper pick for MVP? Absolutely not. But a six and a half points, um, New England at home versus Miami are always very, very good. Uh, this is a Miami team that is, uh, I would say, in flux would be a great term to use for them. They're in flux. Um, I, I, I don't really know who they're going to look like, what they're going to look like. Nobody knows what direction they're kind of going. So even if they stay even from last year, I like a touchdown from New England there. Um, at the same time, it's a bit scary because a lot of things have changed in New England, right? Um I mean, if you can say anything, they've lost their defense that was probably, you know, one of the best top three in the league last year. Secondary is great. You're not going to be able to pass on them, but it doesn't mean you still can't run on them. They're losing some linebackers, um, losing some line guys. Uh, they got some depth on the O-line, uh, and they got like 47 running backs, so I, maybe they're going to run and let Cam run. I, no, no one really knows what this team's going to emerge as. Uh, they have no wide receivers, by the way. Nobody. Like, and Keel Harry, we don't know. We, we know. He's been two weeks in this, this year. Julian Edelman's going to be there, but he's an old Julian Edelman. I know he's going to be like, he's not going to cost you 130 balls this year. So, uh, super duper scary. Uh, Pat six and a half is a tough one to take, but that's what, I, if you're going to take it, that's what I'm going to take it. Ravens Browns, Ravens seven and a half point home faves over the Cleveland Browns. That total's at 48. By the way, the total for New England, uh, Miami is only 42 points right now, which is egregiously low for, uh, for the 20 aught area era of, uh, of freaking uh, NFL, okay? 42 is just crazy. That's going to be like, that's a defensive battle. It's one of the lowest um, on the board. So uh, no one's expecting a lot out of these offenses. Um, we know Miami, but we just don't know about New England. We just don't know. Um, they might have a trouble getting into the end zone again this year. Browns-Ravens. Um, wow. When, uh, the Browns hype machine from three years ago, is, it's over, guys. You only have three years. They have a three-year cycle. Whole thing works in three three year cycles. Um, we don't know what you're doing. We don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, Baltimore Ravens 
probably going to go like back to a uh, AFC Championship game or going to get to for the first time in a couple of years. They are pissed and ready. And uh, yeah, if you don't think for one second that this might not be a complete and utter blowout, um, I'll be very, very surprised. Jets, Bills, Jets, uh, yeah, they're on the book for being one of the worst offensive teams uh, in, in football this year. Nobody thinks they're going to be good and the Buffalo Bills are supposed to go to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be like KC versus either the Bills or the Ravens, according to everybody right now. They're only one touchdown favorites, though, um, hosting the New York Jets. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd take the Bills there. They're supposed to be monstrous. This is the lowest total, by the way, on the board at 39 and a half points. So, and, and maybe that's where the big question mark is with Buffalo. Are you going to be able to score more? You've done some things and made some uh, moves to hopefully do that, but uh, that's a big... That's a big question mark. You're a defensive football team. So I know the Jets probably ain't going to score on you. But 39 and a half there. Six and a half for Buffalo. Probably going to be a gross game. Raiders, Panthers. Raiders are, uh, that line has moved a little bit. They're minus three uh, road favorites over the Carolina Panthers. Carolina is just a, gar- a gargantuan question mark right now. Um, but they got, they got, uh, they got the CMC um, points factory there for Carolina. Can he single-handedly beat the Raiders? Uh, Raiders... Uh, like I said a few times here, I had them like performing. Uh, they underachieved their ex- what I expected them to do last year. They overachieved what people did because they blew up their team and they got rid of everybody and they have draft picks stockpiled. Um, but the team that we saw was uh, uh, fantastic at moments and they had the schedule ahead of them that allowed them to be a lot better than they might have been. They should have had two or three more wins on last season. And uh, But they're building momentum. They're going to be better than they were last year. Uh Raiders minus three. Gosh, one thing the Raiders didn't do last year was hit any sort of expectation, though. When you wanted to rely on them, they just failed you miserably. So uh, they're a tough one, but only three points. I kind of like that on the road, and uh, Carolina is such a massive question mark. Seahawks, Falcons. Falcons, uh, ship has sailed. They're done. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be back doing much. I don't, fi- I don't feel. I feel like the window has definitely closed on them, and... Um, Time to move on and blow stuff up, man. That's it, your window. Your window's closed. You got some great, great talent there. Fantastic talent, but you got to mix some things up. The Seahawks at minus two and a half. They are the giant killers. They are the overachievers. They're the ones that go in. This is it. This is their two and a half point. This is the... Absolutely love this line. Seattle's just the worst for lines. Um, I just take money line on Seattle here because, yeah, they'll win by a point. That's what just they do. I think they went the first 12 or 14 games of the season last year with like their margin of victory um, was like seven. <laughs> and they were like, they were like 10 and two. It was crazy. They were like a crazy team like that. Two and a half is exactly where they belong. Um, I go money line because that's a scary, scary thing, even on the road. Um, some people think they're going to be really, really bad though. Um, but they say that every year, to be perfectly honest. Seahawks just to just absolutely suck. But look at last year; it's a rebuild year, and they they go on the road and get a playoff win, and then you know what I mean. They they like they weren't supposed to do that, anyways. Uh, Eagles. Speaking of the Seattle Seahawks playoff wins, the Eagles are five and a half point fav- favorites against the Washington Football Team, um, which will continue this season to um, to to vo- vie for the uh, the shittiest team in football. It's only five and a half, but it is on the road. Uh, silly to think that uh, Philly can't cover a touchdown against this Washington football team. Silly 
from Philly. Bears, Detroit Lions, Mitch Trubisky, and a vaunted defense going up against uh, uh, the, the Detroit Lions. This is a, a go-nowhere game. You don't go near this. The line is plus two and a half for road um, underdog to Chicago Bears, which is just weird and insane. It doesn't make any sense. Um, the Lions, who knows what the Lions are going to be? They won a couple of weird ones, and then they lost a bunch of even weirder ones last year. And uh, Mitch Trubisky, we all know, is like not... I don't know. Will he be benched in his first game? Probably not against Detroit, but he's probably going to be benched this year. Anyways, stay away. Run clear from that. Oh, man. Detroit, two, two and a half point home faves. By the way, Chicago, the way they, they had, the defense they had three years ago and where they stand today, um, I know the window's closing, should be, um, shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? Doink, double doink. And then Trubisky not being able to just put eight points on the board to win, to, to beat anybody. Um, this is a team that we should be talking about as like, wow, they're going to make another playoff run this year, you know, and should be just be so well, just a well-oiled tuned machine on offense. But no, it's still massive question marks. Can't score. They have pieces, bad quarterback, blah, run away. Uh, Colts, Jags, Jags would be the worst team in football, right? Jags would be the worst team in football. Wow. That experiment went absolutely sideways, didn't it? Oh man. Anyways, Jags are eight-point home underdogs versus the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, of course, they've got the transplanted puddle. Um, I call him puddles. I always have for years. He's no river to me. Um, you know, I, I will tell you that um, for me, Phillips Rivers, Philip Rivers was my... Uh, I, he's, I just got a sweet spot um, for him for fantasy. He was always such a great fantasy pickup. He always put up a ton of numbers. If you look at him, too, I was like just going through the... Uh, the, the jam, and I was like, oh, man, he has a ton of yards. Like, he's, I think, top, approaching top 10 um, yards for um, total yards thrown, like, as a quarterback. Like, all time. Like, it's insane for this guy. And uh, he's taking over the reins for the Colts. He's not that old. He's, he's Roethlisberger's age, guys. And everybody's high on Roethlisberger. Um, eight points is a ton of points, but I think Jacksonville's going to be a damn mess here. I just don't trust... Um, uh, just a new offense. The guy's the only place he's ever been, basically, is in San Diego, right? Or L.A. And uh, it's weird. It's, he's a smart guy. I get it. Good quarterback. But uh, it's going to be weird. They're going to kind of keep it, you know? you got to keep it simple for this to uh, um, not overwhelm anybody. And uh, I don't know. Eight points is a lot to, to put on the road. Colts aren't going to do too much stuff on the road. Uh, next up, Packers-Vikings divisional matchup. This is silly. Uh, Vikings, two and a half point home favorites. Uh, I think I go Green Bay here, by the way, all day. I just think that Aaron Rodgers is angry and mad and a man possessed, and he's pretty happy with his team um, right now. I, I'm, I know I know he's he's going to be, he was butthurt about the draft. We all know that. But we know that's a few years away. They know what people are doing. Um, he wants to just go in there and just show everybody up. That's the kind of guy he is. Going to do it. Chargers, Bengals. Jeez. Watching Hard Knocks, like, they try really, really hard to make um, teams not seem like a dumpster fire, don't they? But there really was, like, there wasn't anything there to just, like, talk about. Like, do they really believe in Tyrod? Like, are they going to, I don't know. They just are, I, it feels like their head coach is just a placeholder to get through the next few years while they develop a quarterback, maybe. I don't really know. They're just like, it's a weird, it's the season of COVID. It's just going to be weird. Let's just... Let's just take a mulligan here. That's what it feels like. But they're three-point road favorites over the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Um, continuity score for the Bengals is a bit higher than the Chargers. Three points at home? Can they do it? Oh, God, they're not going to score. The total for 41 and a half here. Run in fear from this game. Cardinals, Niners. Niners got the Super Bowl losing hangover going on here. They're going to actually, oh, with the Cards 2 divisional game, a, a touchdown is about right. If I'm going to go anywhere, it's going to be with the Niners. Uh, really get to see what they're made of. It's going to be really weird. Seven points. Once again, that's a tough game for uh, take. It's about where I see it. They should absolutely blow out the cards, but you just don't know. No, no, no. You got a lot of guys dinged up. It's going to be a weird one. Bucks Saints. Here's a division game that you want to go after. Uh, the Bucks are three and a half point road underdogs versus the Saints. Basically making this an even line if this was on a neutral field. Uh, yeah. I mean, the components that they're putting together in Tampa Bay should make that offense basically unstoppable. But has everyone forgot the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had one of the worst defenses in the entire NFC last season? And they're going up against the New Orleans Saints who are like pretty good. They're pretty damn good offensively. I don't know. This is crazy. I don't think the Saints, I don't, I don't think the, Tom Brady will probably have a pretty good game. He doesn't turn over the ball a lot. Um, Gronk will probably have a pretty good game. Like they're going to put some numbers, but hey, um, I'll tell you this. I, I love the Saints minus three and a half at home over a brand new kind of team, right? I, I'm, I'm big on the continuity scores this year, and it's just teams that have players coming back and players together already just are going to be better for the first bit anyway, right? The first four weeks of the season, I don't know if the Bucks hang on here to a New Orleans Saints team that's like this. I don't think their defense hangs on on the road um, against New Orleans Saints, man. Alan Kamara is a monster. It's Drew Brees, damn it. Um, and then Cowboys Rams on, uh, on Sunday night, uh, love this matchup. The hype machines behind Dallas all over again. They never learned their lesson. Unbelievable. Um, Dallas Cowboys are three point road favorites over the LA Rams. By the way, the Rams are just, are bad. We want to talk about windows closing. Um, they're like a, a, just a shell of a former team that they were, that went to the Super Bowl. um, a few years back. They really are. They're just, there's really not a lot that's the same. Goff has not shown marketed improvement. Sure, I guess he's playing savvy vet guy right now, but um, there's not a lot that you can say about them to say like, okay, they fixed the holes and they've gotten better. People kind of figured out McVay for the time being. And uh, and because of that, the blueprint was put in place by the New England Patriots in that Super Bowl and they've sort of become anemic offensively where they should be a lot more um, explosive. And they were certainly at one point. But um, I mean, I got Cooper Cup on my fantasy team in a PPR league. That's going to be happy happy times for me, but that's about all I got um, for, for these guys. I don't know if the Rams... I don't know if the Rams uh, have done enough to change, right? The Tiger has the same stripes. No change. Um, and I hate to say it, but I like, that. I like a Dallas cover here on the road on Sunday Night Football. Monday night, uh, doubleheader. Steelers, Giants, Steelers, six-point road faves. Like that. Um, I like that a lot. I like a healthy Ben. Um, they're going to do well. I think the Steelers are are uh, are back, baby. I think they're going to make playoffs. I think that AFC's crazy right now. There are some freaking teams there, but I feel like they have a chance to really turn things around here and and, and be a team, be a team here. And I like the six point road faves over the Giants. I think they're going to come out and su surprise some people. Uh, finally, Tennessee Titans at the Denver Broncos. Who cares? I'm probably not even going to watch this game. Kidding. Titans, man. They were just. They were just. They, they were. Killers. Absolute killers. They got a lot of momentum right now. Broncos don't. Two-point road faves. 
I like the Titans to run all over the Denver Broncos and cover that too. Bang, bang. I ran through it as quick as I can because I, I want to do like a treadmill's worth of analysis for this Sunday here. Um, hey, those lines are all available at betonline.ag. Um, head there now. Use promo code REVIEW. Use that sucker and you get yourself a little extra bonus in your account. Happy week one, folks. We're going to be here next week and talk about the aftermath. I'll let you in on my uh, four bets or three that are remaining. We're going to talk a bit about how uh, how those emerged um, through week one of the season. Get to bet online. Get your, your major super mondo $1,000 maximum bonus entry for NFL. They have contests coming out everywhere. I can't even talk anymore. I'm just so excited. Uh, enjoy your weekend, folks. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the End of Review Show. I'm David D. Adios, muchachos.